All week, I've been asking you, why do you do what you do? Many times, the answer is bigger than just about us. It's about helping others or even helping one person in particular. But when does that become a problem? I mean, it's good to help. But at the same time, you still need to do you, boo. Today, you're going to meet a man who is in the middle of that struggle right now, helping his elderly mother while still living his own life and making a big life decision. And like anything that you deal with family, there's drama. There's always drama. Hi, I'm Matt Hayes, and this is episode number 11 of Meet a Stranger. Stranger number 11 is a neighbor of mine in old San Juan, Puerto Rico. We chatted while we were walking back home after a quick morning coffee with lots of fresh bread in one arm and a dog in another. During our chat, he shared the struggle that he's been having with his siblings lately. He's been the primary caretaker for his mom over the last few months, but is ready to take a new, big, exciting step in life with his husband. And as he's been talking with his other family members about this, it's brought up a few things. Take a listen. Tell me about the situation with your mom. I know you spend a lot of time with your mom and have been helping her out over the last few years. So my mom is 86. She was born and raised in uh, former Yugoslavia. So um, she's an immigrant to the States. Somehow has managed to maintain her incredibly thick accent after <laughs> being here 50 years. And unfortunately, she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease 12 months ago. Her wish and my um, father's wish was always to never go into an assisted living type of facility. And we're fortunate enough uh, financially to, to be able to accommodate that but that what that means also is that the the burden and responsibility of the day-to-day -day taking care of her falls on, on on her children so are you doing the majority of the work now or is it kind of split between you and your siblings so there are five kids in my family my husband is a physician and he has her health care proxy unfortunately at this time the majority of the care has fallen on us I didn't you know realize how much effort that takes from a day-to-day -day standpoint. Yeah. Can you tell, has it taken a bit of a toll on the relationship between you and your husband? Um, no, they, he's been great. He's been shockingly supportive. I mean, it's not shocking. I mean, I married him because he's a really good guy. Yeah. And uh, I think the bigger stress is it highlights the weaknesses in your sibling relationships. And also you get to, uh, it exposes people's core values when you learn what they're willing to do or not do when it comes to their family members. You told me that you're thinking about moving probably outside the country. So how does that affect your relationship with taking care of your mom? And then how does that you know work then with your siblings? And you talked about how you can see a little bit more about who they really are and all. Is that kind of come to the light then through this situation? Absolutely. And basically, um, I'm putting... <laughs> <laughs> more pressure on my siblings to step up to the plate and do their part um, yeah. so that we can, you know, share this. We're moving to Europe because we want to and we have to design our lives where we're happy and still be able to take care of my mom, which um, we can, but it's the kid, my brothers and sisters are just going to have to step up to the plate as well. And so far, you know, the kinds of things that my siblings have been suggesting is, you know, my brother wants to put my mom in a hyperbaric chamber three times a week you know which i don't know if you're familiar with those but they're incredibly hard to find and yeah. it's like this it's like putting someone in a, in a dark enclosed small space for extended periods and you know i'm thinking okay that's not helpful no <laughs> <laughs> 
why don't you come like you know stay with her for three months and take care of her yeah and then you know i got my other sister who is you know sending us you know medical articles about you know latest treatment for alzheimer's that i've never heard of and then I click on the link and um, it's from a news organization I've never heard of. And so yeah. I Googled the news organization and it's, it's, you know, from some far right conspiracy theory website, news media outlet. And I'm thinking, okay, not helpful. Right. <laughs> Can you come babysit for three months, you know, in the spring <laughs> instead yeah. of sending me articles like that. So, so yeah. So do you feel then, because you want to, the two of you want to move on and be able to live with your life, but still be able to help, I'm assuming then, right? Absolutely. And so again, we're extremely fortunate that we have the means that wherever we are in the world, I can fly home for three months and, 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 and live with my mom and um, take care of her. And even though she's got Alzheimer's, at least at this point, she's still really mobile. And, you know, the other option is to, to bring her to wherever we are. For someone that might be in a similar situation, I think oftentimes people might feel a bit of guilt, kind of that uh, a guilt because they want to make sure they help their parents and, and do what the right thing to do. But at the same time, they know I still need to live my life. I need to do my thing at all. How have you dealt with that type of feeling or have you even felt that at all? Oh, no, absolutely. I did. And, and my initial reaction was that I had to you know, move into her house and just, you know, have my life revolve around my caretaking responsibilities. I learned after about six months of doing that, that, you know, she could live another 20 years and this is not a a healthy situation. And that, so I I really think my advice to anyone would be that you have to structure your life for your happiness. And then that puts you in the best position to um, take care of her. Because ultimately when people are at that stage of their life, they just want to be around people that love them and will take care of them. And they tend to be really flexible. So it doesn't really matter what city they're in or whose home they're in. I love how he fully stepped into that role of caretaker with such grace. But I also love how he recognized how just fully jumping into the deep end to help someone might not be the right thing at that moment. It might be more detrimental than you realize, actually. Even though we want to help others and we want to do good, It might all come from the right place in our heart. We still have to fill up our own cup first. Because if we don't, there's nothing for us to give. Thank you to stranger number 11, and thanks for the patio design tips. I think a cactus would look amazing at my place. I'm going to work on that. And thank you, dear friend, for taking a moment to meet a stranger today. Do me a favor. When you're out and about today... Try to strike up a conversation with someone, just one person, standing in line at the coffee shop or the grocery store, maybe someone at the office that you've never met before. And when you do, tell me about it. I love to hear about it, whether it was an amazing conversation and you met your better half or it didn't go well in any way, shape, or form. Let me know. You can message me on all those evil social media channels at Go Meet a Stranger. Until tomorrow, I'm Matt Hayes. Onward.